Hi, it's Raina Jade back again. I had some friends ask me today and yesterday, and actually someone asked me almost every day, what's going on? I feel so sad. I feel like there's no turning back. I feel like we're never going to get anywhere. I feel like we've lost everything. I feel horrible. And I'm like, okay, let me, let me talk to you about it. But this is the last time I tell them I'm going to talk to you about it. I've spoken about it for more than 15 years. I actually have studied it and talked about it for more than 40. And people don't want to listen. Or they only want to hear what they want to hear. But this is what's going on. We're in a war. We have been in a war for a very long time. It has escalated. Every time we put a Democrat in office, it escalates some more. Look at history. We lost North. Korea. We lost Korea. Remember when North Korea and South Korea were fighting? Well, that's when I was a little tiny, tiny one six-month-old baby, whatever I was. Okay, that was um, North Korea, China, and Russia against us and some UN people, and we lost. And who did we really lose to then? At the time, Russia was still communist. It's not now, but we were fighting communism. China and North Korea. And that conflict, as they called it, not a war, was lost. When uh, Johnson took office after he participated in the assassination of JFK, he escalated the war in Vietnam. What were we fighting there? Not that we wanted to, and I believe me, I'm a Vietnam era veteran, so I'm not happy about Vietnam at all. But, but it was North and South. North Vietnam was communist. South Vietnam was trying not to be. And we were helping. Not the CIA. Don't even get involved with what the CIA was doing in all these places because uh, they change regimes on people so that we go to war in the first place. But we lost. And when we came back from Nam, we were treated differently than the troops who came back from World War II, which we won. Because nobody wanted this war, and nobody understood what it was about. And a lot of the universities in our society have gone pro-socialist, pro-communist. So they weren't on our side anymore. Our, our side being the United States people and the United States patriots and the United States armed services who were trying to protect our freedoms. They weren't there anymore. The 60s were horrible. I enlisted in 1968. And already, you know, we had been in the war for many years already. And it was still a few more years before it was going to be considered over after the bombings from Richard Nixon. But um, but we lost that. Okay, now then, okay. Then we have Clinton in office and we have Islam to fight. It's not just communism because Islam is not communist. Iran is not really communist. They have communist factions throughout Iran. Uh, but and, and obviously Saudi Arabia is not communist, but... They, everybody, every country just about has some communist factions. Look at Cuba. When JFK was in office, we had the Bay of Pigs. And Russia, Russia at the time, was communist. And so who was JFK really fighting at the time when he held off with the, with the Bay of Pigs? Cuba, Russia, communism. Okay, so, all right, then we get to the Clintons and Islam. And, of course, the Clintons are beholden to... Saudi Arabia and Iran and other places who give them money and traffic people. And so they, you know, 
there's a bombing at the World Trade Center in the basement. Um, I think it was 1993 or something like that. And, uh, you know, it wasn't as big as, as, as 2001. But <clears throat> what does Clinton do? He goes and bombs an uh, aspirin factory so that he can say that he fought. He didn't do anything. So several years later, what happens? What happens? The Clintons are out of office. Bush is in office. Bush is doing his thing where he's going to prove to Daddy that he could get Saddam Hussein when Daddy couldn't or didn't when he took when he fought in Kuwait. So he goes and does his thing after the World Trade Center, and he's going to go get Saddam Hussein. But the, the point is, we've been fighting these wars forever. Since the time I was born, and then, of course, World War II was before that. But communism itself has been in the United States, I think, since 1919, maybe 1916. They tried. They were the Democratic Socialists. They were Democratic, uh, or just the Socialists and the Democratic Socialists of America and the Communist Party of America. You need to see the movie Reds with Warren Beatty and Diane Keaton. Talking about communism and the labor parties in the United States in those times and how how Warren Beatty believed that, that the Bolshevik revolutions would happen here. The Bolshevik revolution, which happened in Russia, for those of you who are too young to know or don't know. And, and Diane Keaton's his wife, and they go through their things. But in the end, she speaks to Congress, and they say, well, do you believe that, that you know, uh, that revolution should happen here? And she goes, no, not in America. It would never work. And that's the most telling statement right there. Socialism and communism would never work in America. Why? Think about what America is. It's the melting pot of many, many, many countries. People come from many countries. There are only five communist countries in the world, or five that say they are, and, are, and actually follow that ideology. You know, Cuba, China, North Korea, Vietnam, Laos. Russia's no longer communist. Iran has communists, but it's mostly uh, Islam, Islamism, and if you haven't studied that, you should. But, but we are the melting pot. And so every country is represented in America, one way or another. Students, teachers, children, refugees, immigrants, legal immigrants. So we, are, we, can't, we could never be a communist nation. We can't. Maybe the little faction downtown that's Chinese Communist Party, you know, 20 people, 50 people, whatever it is. Or the little faction over there that's the Cuban revolutionaries who think that Che Guevara was a wonderful man. That's not a lot of people. Okay? I mean, we just could never be communists. But the Democratic Party believes that we should be. And what you see going on with our educational system, with what's happening with the indoctrinations, what's what what's happening with our economy, what's going on with ownership. Ownership is not something that you have under communism. Whether that's your children or property, that'll go away. That'll change, and it is. Bill Gates has bought up all of the farmland here, just about, and China has bought up the rest. So they're going to be doing things that make sure that you don't own anything. California is the perfect example. They want to be the leader in this. They want to own 45% of your property, whatever that means. That could be a house or a mansion or a shack or whatever they want 45 percent of it and that's what they're pushing for because they're communists in nature that's their ideology okay so 
when people say, well, what's going on and how we'll never reverse it? Well, no, no, we will reverse it. I'm not sure how we have to get a lot more people understanding what's going on. And I can't teach it anymore. I will hear, but I have people, I get five, six, seven hundred emails a day and messages. Tell me what's going on. Why can you tell us about this? I never heard about that. Can you tell me about this? Where have you been for the last 15 years? You know, what about the black white thing in America? What about racism? Can you tell me? I said, where have you been? We were doing fine with racism until Obama came into office. And we were doing fine with our policemen. We respected them and always followed what they said, even though there were a few bad ones here and there. Why? Why? Because that's what you know. That's what you do. That's part of living in a lawful society. That didn't change till Obama talked about the police acting stupidly and put a target on their backs. And everything was, you know, his his grandmother told him that she was afraid walking down the street because a black man. That's bullshit. That is not how people were feeling. That is not what was going on here. But he divided this country black and white, and he put pitted people against police. And then we have the agenda itself of the Democratic Party, which is totally socialist to communist in nature. And that's what we are fighting. And all that turns out to be, in the end, also a spiritual war. Because to get to communism, you got to rid the society of God. you got to take it out of the Constitution, take it out of the schools, make sure people can't go to church, don't let people take Bibles anywhere. You know, even George Bush, the little one, the junior one there, he had people allowed, he allowed the military our military, to say God and have um, reference for God. And they even had, I think, um, I don't know, scripture on their rifles or something. I don't remember. But that, of course, changed under Obama. Obama got God out of there. He made sure that we were guarding and building mosques. You know, the rules of engagement changed. The Army Army uh, manual, field manual changed so that the you, you couldn't shoot anybody until they shot you first. Guarding mosques, that's what our troops were doing. I have so many veterans who are upset and have committed suicide because of what happened under Obama's watch as commander-in-chief. They didn't understand what was happening and why they were there and why they were being treated the way they were and why the United States was being denigrated the way it was. And now it's happening again. Okay, wonder Trump, the, the troops were respected and, and uh, given money and the things that they needed, etc., and now we're going to allow all the transgenders in and let, you know, let all these other things happen. And Congress is going to say that women should be drafted because that's a pro-woman thing. There's nothing pro-woman about telling women and young girls that they should be drafted into military warfare. No, I've got daughters and granddaughters. There's nothing pro-woman about that. And I was in the Marines. There's nothing pro-woman about being in the military. I joined because I, I it was during Vietnam. My brother had joined, my father and all my uncles had been in World War II in Korea, so I came from a military background. But um, but can you see little girls right now being indoctrinated into the military because the left believes that that's pro-woman? That's like saying that abortion is pro-child. It's not. Anyway, we're in a war. It's, we've been in a world war for a very long time. The communists are still trying to win. If we let them, I don't know, we shouldn't let them, but if we let them, we deserve it. We deserve whatever happens. We can't let them. We're in a spiritual war, okay? If you forget God, if you get God out of your life, you're going to die a terrible death. But uh, 
you know, without God, thing goes, there's no family. There's no reverence for anything. There's no truth. All you do is lie. You don't have to worry about it. I just follow the commandments. You know, I don't lie. I don't cheat. I don't steal. I don't covet. I don't do those things. I'm, I don't kill. And the Democrats don't follow any of those commandments because they don't believe in God. And don't let them say they do. That's part of their their propaganda crap. So when people say, what are we doing? What's going on? I say, we're in a war. And are you participating or not? And if you're not, you better get, you know, indoctrinated very quickly into what's happening. Wars don't happen when you just get bombed and all of a sudden you realize somebody attacked you. It's not Pearl Harbor. This is a very bad war. This is a biochemical war, a psychological war. It's a war of uh, a spirituality war. It's a war. It's, it's every kind of war you can think of without shooting one gun. Okay? Yet. So know that we're in a war and know that you, you've got to choose your sides. And you better learn what side you're on and why. Don't go anti-war. That's not going to work. The war is already going on. And the only way you can stop it is to be on the right side of history. And you have to figure out what that right side of history is. And it's it's a lot more than you think it is. Okay, now, a little side note for everybody who is waiting for June 14th. I told you in uh, two podcasts ago, don't get your hopes up. Don't rely on June 14th to be the be-all, end-all for what's happening now. Now it's delayed until July 25th. You're not going to see a lot of those results from Maricopa County. And I guess, my guess is they'll be redacted, a lot of them. You won't see very much of what's going on. Yes, there are other states that went down there and visited, seven or eight or nine, and they might do audits, but already there's going to be blockages from Merrick Gardner, the, DO, the Department of Justice hit, okay? And it, there's, there, it's a war. It doesn't have that. You can't march in the streets and say, oh, we're going to change their minds. You march in the streets in a war to change anybody's mind. If you were marching in the streets at Pearl Harbor, you think they would have stopped the planes? Think of it that way. It's not marching in the streets that does it. It's knowing what's going on beforehand. It's changing what you're doing. It's changing the minds of others around you. It's voting in the right people to govern you. It's doing all those things that probably Americans haven't done for a long time. Ever since Vietnam. We lost in Vietnam and we lost a lot of veterans when they came home. And that war has been going on forever. So, okay, that's it. Uh, no more side notes until tomorrow. I have another storm coming. So I'm going to sign off. Go to earthwalk-usa.net, earthwalk-usa.podomatic.com, or iTunes or Spotify or any or LinkedIn or anywhere else, and share. Let people know. Thank you for listening. God bless America.